0: hey y'all welcome to poetry for black girls a conversation where we discuss poetry healing and everyday tips that you can incorporate into your life to make life a little less stressful i am your host angelina a licensed social worker and a black girl here we go hey y'all i wanted to talk to you about what it's like to work multiple jobs and how to self-care and cope while you're in this very masculine space um i just want to ask for your forgiveness in advance i am recording in my kitchen and for some reason the traffic is just so loud today but I don't have a poem in this episode, but I did just want to bring out some tips and tricks that I've been doing that may benefit you if you're in a place where you want to work multiple jobs or you are working multiple jobs, you're trying to decide if you want to pick up another job and just as you navigate through your finances and you're trying to figure out different ways to make money, this episode is for you. So here we go. So the first thing I want to say is, is that if you want to work multiple jobs for the rest of your life, if that's, you know, what you see for yourself, there's nothing wrong with that. And that is not something that I want to do. Uh, it's something that I'm doing for a season. Um, so I'm just going to speak from a place of if you are looking at this very hardworking, masculine energy that you're inviting into your life for a short period of time because that's the standpoint that I can speak from and that's the viewpoint that I'm coming from. But I'm not knocking anybody that is, you know, under the impression that working multiple jobs is just normal. Like if that's just what you've always done, that's fine. So I'm going to just give y'all a little background into my working multiple jobs and my uh, kind of crisis I had this week as to if I was going to continue to do that and the decision I came to. <laughs> so, I have been working multiple jobs ever since I was 15. Um, being in high school, always had two and three jobs, had a summer job on top of the job I was working part time throughout the school year, on top of whatever else, you know, picking up maybe an internship, did the same thing through college. So that was always just a hustle mentality. And that that was a space that where I needed to have that mentality. And I needed it because I was more so on a grind. Like I had to make ends meet. I had a car note to pay. I decided I wanted to live on my own at age 20 while I was in undergrad. So I had to, in my in my mind, it was like, if I don't do this for me, nobody else will. I didn't have a safety net. I didn't have a parent or somebody I could call and say, hey, can you help me out with this? Or, you know, I didn't have really a lot of support, honestly. So I had to, so I grew up with the mindset of, I have to make this happen for myself. And I think a lot of us, in the black community, if we're parentified, meaning we were more so like a second parent in our home, we took care of younger siblings and nieces and nephews at a very young age, we became parentified. And so you go into this mindset of I have to get it for myself or nobody else will. And that is where they came from. And so as I got You know, I feel like really in grad school is when I started learning more about money and wealth and what it means to create wealth rather than to continue to work for somebody else and make money. Like I can get on a clock and I can go make money, but I'm not really creating money, like creating avenues. And those words are very different (laughs) because we always say, Oh, I'm going to go make some money. I'm going to go make some money at this job. Yeah, you're going to get on a clock and you're going to be able to rack up money for the time that you spent. But when you create money, you create avenues of wealth and income. A lot of times that can be passive. Like I've mentioned on this podcast, um, the ways that I have started really taking care of myself, but it's also come with, being able to make money as well. Like I've started making digital prints. I told y'all about that. I needed something for my living room and I created them, but now I also have an Etsy shop. And so I'll have that in my uh, description box for you all to go look at that. But it's a way to generate revenue. And so that's a passive income. I'll trade a little bit of my time for it, create it, Boom, it's put on Etsy, and it just sells itself. Etsy distributes the files. The customer pays for it. I get the money. So it's kind of passive in a way that I don't have to continuously trade my time for money. But um, that's just one of the ways where I'm saying you create wealth rather than you make wealth. And I really learned the difference when I was... um, reading a book by Robert Kiyosaki called Rich Dad, Poor Dad. And I've definitely made an episode about that before on this podcast. That episode is called I Don't Work for Money. And so I'll link that in in the description box as well so you all can go back and revisit it. But now that I have developed into a mindset of I don't want to continuously trade my time for money and I don't want to be at the mercy of somebody else and they're in my employer. Like I want to be able to be my own employer, be my be an entrepreneur, create my own wealth. Um, whether that's real estate, pro a product, a service, whatever that may be, I want to be able to create it. Now, <laughs> that is the goal. <laughs> but in this, in it so and it took me a while to get there. It took some trauma, healing. It took a to have a different relationship with money. I've, you know, told y'all about um having a better relationship with money. And I posted that episode on here. It took some healing and some growth to get there. But I definitely understand what it, you know, what it means to like want to work multiple jobs and be on that grind and be on that hustle mentality. And like I say, it's nothing wrong with that. It's a place for that. But my ultimate goal is not to have that mentality. So let's bring it back to today right now. That's a little history. So today right now, I am currently working three jobs. <laughs> I have a full-time job, Monday through Friday, 8 to 4.30 p.m. I work for the federal government. Um, And then my other job is part-time And I am a social worker at both of these jobs. That's the role I play. And the second job, I have now committed to 16 hours a month to that job. Originally, I was told that I could pick and choose my hours for the second job. But now it's come to a point to where I have to commit to 16 hours a week. So now, I mean, I'm sorry, 16 hours a month. So now I have said I was going to do four hours a week. And so I work (laughs) 44 hours a week. That's just working hours. Um, I'm at my first job eight and a half hours a day. So it's really like 42 and a half hours, I believe, that I'm actually physically there. I get a 30-minute lunch. Um, And I am traveling back and forth to that second job. It's 20 minutes there, 20 minutes back. That's a 40-minute drive. So that is technically about three hours of my day that's used to go to that job. No, I'm sorry, not three. Yeah, three hours a day that I go. And then it's so it's six hours total a week. So we're 42 and a half plus six, Now six. We're at 48 and a half hours that I'm using just to literally make money, make money. <laughs> OK, and that is what I'm doing. I have chosen to do this. I had to reframe the thought of I have to do this to I have chosen to do this because it is not. Nobody is forcing me to do this. Nobody is saying you have to do this. Not at all. This is the choice that I'm making because I want to get out of debt. And I told y'all about me paying $300 a month minimum for my credit card payments and that is not something I want to continue to do. When I was told this week that I would have to commit to 16 hours a month and give them set days, I was like, do I want this job? Because I enjoyed the freedom of being able to say, I'm going to show up, I'm not going to show up and pick and choose. But they said, no, we need you to commit. And I'm like, oh, well, that's not what I signed up for. So I had to really sit here and make a decision of if I'm going to keep this job or not. And the decision I made was to keep it. But up until I pay off my credit cards and at any given point, I can bounce. So by the end of November, I should have my first credit card paid off because with the extra money that I get from that second job, which is around $544 a month after taxes, I'm going to put that towards my credit cards. So currently I have about $964 on this one credit card that I'm really tackling hard. And that one um, should be paid off within, you know, the next two months. So I'm hoping that uh, I can stick it out at this job, the second job, for as long as I can, just so if nothing else, I got that, that credit card paid off. Now, the other cards will get paid off. They're just going to take a lot longer if I'm only working my, my full-time job. Now, the third job that I'm working is substitute teaching, which I do when the government job (laughs) is having a federal holiday. So I will go there and work there. So because school is normally not out. So that's kind of how I'm trying to make more money. Okay, so ways that I would say to cope if you are in a situation like mine where you are choosing to work multiple jobs, is to set an end date. <laughs> if you have said, I don't want to do this forever, figure out when forever ends. Like, figure out when this, time, this season in your life ends. Go ahead, like, ballpark it. Come on, a year, six months. And set a goal for yourself: what is it that I want to accomplish while I'm in this season of my life hustling, grinding and working multiple jobs? What am I trying to accomplish? Because it can't be greed, okay? greed. When I say that, I mean you are going you're never going to fulfill greed. you're going to always be greedy and always be hungry if you're, If your motivation is I just want extra money with no goal, you'll never have enough money. So that's why I'm enjoying the extra money. But for me, the stress from that second job, the one I have to do 16 hours a month for, it's not really worth the money to me. It's worth getting out of this financial bind, but it's not worth my time and my money at, at, and the money at this point. So that's why my goal is get out of this debt with this credit card lender. <laughs> that's worth it. So figure out what's worth it for you. What's, what's going to make this worth it? Another one is to set limitations, like decide, okay, well, I can only do five hours a week. I can only do four hours a week. I can only do two hours a day. Whatever that case may be, set a limit with that job. Let them know, like, this is what I can commit to. This is what I cannot commit to. And let it be in favor of what you can handle in your schedule. Let it be mentally okay with you let it be something that you can sleep well at night and know okay i committed to this and i can do that i would also say um have your budget and account for every single dollar from those jobs determine okay what where is this money going um also you gotta ask some self-care in there okay <laughs> You gotta have something to look forward to after that second job, before that second job, like give yourself a treat, you know, reward yourself for this hard work that you are putting in. And then my last tip is always be okay with quitting. Oh, you got at some like I'm telling you this this second job. I'm hoping that it's extra for you, but sometimes I know we work more jobs. Because we need the money, and I mean, I need the money I do <laughs> um so make make this make what make this time in your life be somewhat enjoyable, and you know write down write down what's going on, write down your feelings, write down your thoughts, or do a audio um journal in your phone, do a voice note, do a video recording. And just take notes because you can share with your future self you know how you felt in this time of your life and your thoughts and why you did it, because you might have to come back and do it again. <laughs> you might you might come back to this time of your life again, and now you know you can do hard things you know now you can be a little bit more compassionate with yourself or now you maybe want to do things differently, so those are just some ways that. I'm thinking that y'all can take from my journey uh, to yours to help cope with working multiple jobs. Uh, resources, I would say I don't really care for Dave Ramsey's approach to things, but his snowball method has really helped me. Um, and the snowball method is tackling the, what is, I think it's tackling the smallest debt first. And then taking that money that you use on the smallest debt and adding it to the next debt, adding it to the next debt, adding it to the next debt. Um, yeah. And then he has another one which is the avalanche method, and that one is you t- you tackle the largest debt first. But his his um his methods are really helpful. Uh, he has an app that's really helpful as well. It's called um the Every Dollar app. And that one is uh, also helpful if you want to create a budget. I know I talked about creating a budget and how I do it in my phone, but it's a free app that he has that allows you to account for every single dollar. Um, Robert Kiyosaki, that book has been very helpful when it comes down to um, reframing your thoughts around who are you (laughs) and what's your place in this world. Another resource that's really helped me is the Upgrade with Kiki. Um, that's um, a YouTube channel where she talks about how she paid off her debt before the age of 25. And <laughs> then she talks about how debt is not a bad thing. Um, after she paid it all off, how she did get back into some debts. But she's using it to her advantage. And I think that's another thing um, that kind of we have to heal ourselves through when we talk about trauma and money is how to use debt wisely. Um, I would say for me, I got in my $7,500 credit card debt irresponsibly with 26% interest because I was at a point where I was like, okay, I don't want to take out student loans, these many student loans, so I'm going to take out credit card debt Cause I was at a point where I wanted to make a 4.0 in grad school and I didn't have enough time to actually work and make extra money and do 24 hours a week at internship and do what? I think I had 11 hours worth of classes. So it was just like, I had to make a decision. And in that, in that, that version of me, um, being what twenty (laughs) two, twenty. 22. 22, 23, 24, like I'm 24 now, but the 22 and 23 year old me was like, okay, this is the decision I make. I don't want to go in so much, in so much uh, student loan debt. Well, I'm in $60,000 worth of student loan debt and Biden wiping out 20 of it. So, <laughs> you know, I would tell me now, like I would tell older me, go on and take out that student loan debt. Don't run up them credit cards. But I would say another part of me was being greedy. Like, I was like, okay, I can just go swipe this card now instead of waiting on that refund check. So you live and you learn. I have to forgive myself. I've had to forgive myself. And I'm just taking the steps in the right direction now to get rid of this high-cost debt and then start focusing on the low-cost debt. Like student loans, which don't have a very high interest rate whenever, you know, the COVID pandemic is up and um, the U.S. lets us, uh, well, <laughs> requires us to start making a credit, I mean, a student loan payment. So that's just where I am. Um, last thing I would say as far as coping with working multiple jobs is taking breaks. Wherever you can, whenever you can, please, 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 please find a way to take a break. If you can take that PTO, if you can take that sick time, if you can, you know, maybe get away with not having to work that second job and still being able to make ends meet, do your best to take a break. Um, I've been going to bed at 8 o'clock and I've been waking up at 6 o'clock and I've been doing my yoga and I've been doing my weight training And I have, you know, also been fasting as well. So I'm just kind of taking care of my body in the midst of working so hard and exerting all this masculine energy towards working so hard uh, with these jobs. So just finding a way to take care of yourself, whether it's taking a break, taking off, putting some nourishing food in your body, moving your body, giving your body some yoga, whatever that case may be. You got to remember to take care of yourself. I hope this episode um, sat well with y'all. And I will link all of the resources that I mentioned in the show notes. And I will talk to y'all in another episode of Poetry for Black Girls. Bye. Well, I hope y'all enjoyed this podcast as much as I did. If you did, please leave a comment leave a rating, and share the podcast on any social media platform using the hashtag Poetry for Black Girls so I can share it, connect with you, and we can reach other black girls. All right. Thank y'all. Bye.